Why, hello and welcome. Welcome to the Peer Pressure Podcast. I am Diane, sometimes known as Diane Kamikaze, and I am your host. The reason why I do this podcast is because I like to say I am a champion of heavy music. I've always found my favorite songs since I was a young kid had riffs, hooks, were either metal, hardcore, hard rock, or punk, or something fairly aggressive in attitude and sound. And I am all about appreciating the people that keep that world going, whether they're musicians, webmasters, other podcasters, record label and festival owners. It's important to me to recognize what these people do in that realm of music. So I am here to bring them to you in a different context, more than a Wikipedia entry or a press release, a little more personal and a lot more fun. I'm a rocker for life, and I hope these episodes do make a difference. Send me feedback at diane at wfmu.org. And my Facebook page is Diane Kamikaze Farris, Rocker for Life. Like my page there, and I will keep everybody updated on podcast episodes in that space. Thanks so much for listening, and stay tuned. And my guest today is Cheetah Chrome. This is an encore presentation. He visited with us in April of 2015. So stay tuned. Yeah, hi, Diane. Mr. Cheetah Chrome, how are you? Good, how are you doing? I am good. Welcome. Thank you so much for calling. Oh, my pleasure. Ah, so, so what's new? Oh, well, uh, what's new? Well, there's all kinds of stuff going on. You know, the, the label's been really busy. Mm-hmm. It's been, uh, it's been my main concern since we got back from South by Southwest. And, uh, you know, we got a couple of new acts. We got the Blackfoot Gypsies, um, just putting out their first record. And then we just put out the new uh, Driving and Crying Greatest Hits. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. So it's been, um, you know, it's been busy. <laughs> Excellent. And so the last time you and I talked, Plowboy Records was like a new thing for you, and um, and you're the are you the A and R person over there? Yeah, I'm the creative director and A and R person. Excellent. So what? Uh, I mean, how has it been for you, just sort of developing yourself and finding out what you're good at and finding out what you don't like to do, and in, in in the constraints of that kind of a job? Are you do you think that you're a good A and R guy? Uh, yeah, I think I do. You know, I do do fair job. Um, you know, luckily I have a pretty good Rolex. So <laughs> when uh, when it comes time to do things, I got I don't recall. Um, I was kind of shocked at how you know I actually kind of made the transition into being a, you know doing the label thing because um you know I always hated that sort of thing <laughs> and uh, I wasn't sure if I could do it and. You know, about three weeks in, I realized, well, this is, you know, this is as hard as I thought. Well, well, and you, you just may be good at it, and you didn't know. Yeah, I guess so. But I mean, you know, I, threw, I guess all the time in the business, I learned stuff I didn't realize I was learning, but all of a sudden, things started falling into place. <laughs> well, sure. I mean, you, your, your life is in music, you know. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Yeah. That is funny, though. It's like, because you think of, you know... I mean, I know all the jobs that you failed at at certain points on your way, you know, to where you are today. And, and like, oh, I'm not a very good meat packer and I'm not a very good this and that. It's like, oh, I think I should do this well, you know. Yeah. What was the, um, the 
the the job that you did worst in your life? Like, what job did you get fired at? Fired for be doing miserably? If oh, one. which one? I mean, there's like several. Well, give us one that has it that has an interesting uh, an interesting story or something to it. Hmm. I don't know. I guess um, you know, leaving the dead boys. <laughs> probably. Oh. You know that was um. You know, in the sire office, we got the we had the uh, big uh, beer summit to discuss our future, and you know the Seymour Stein was sitting there going, "Oh, you know, I bet my all my money on punk rock, and I was wrong," <laughs> you know, huh. and um, we and he, he was like, "Well, if you guys want to continue on sire, we're going to need you, to, you know." Like uh, changing music, make it a little more you know accessible, and change the image of the band, and possibly change the name. Wow! And then one of the other guys actually went, you know, like, what do you mean, Seymour? And I just looked at him and said, "You're actually expressing interest in this, <laughs> you know." <laughs> and you know, I said, "Well, the first thing you have to do if that happens is get a new guitar player because I'm out of here." Wow! You know, and I left, walked out of the office, and went and took the subway home. <laughs> wow! Yeah. That's insane. Good times. Good times. Wow. And here you are on the other side of the desk. Yeah, I'm sorry. My son's here. Oh. He's, he's typing on he's typing in some stuff on his computer. Awesome. And uh, and I said, and so here you are now on the that other side of the desk now. Yeah, right. <laughs> he, he, I'm on the other side of the desk right now. I'm like um sitting like I'm a visitor in my own office. Right. <laughs> you know, he's got the he's got the computer up getting Minecraft going. Oh, nice. A A T H E R I N E. Sorry. Okay. I hope on. you're not giving out your password over the air. No, not his password was nothing. It's not. Okay. <laughs> well, good you... luck finding it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're going to be playing in New York on Saturday. Yes, you do with uh, Bowery Electric, which is my kind of. My new home in New York, I guess I play there all the time. <laughs> when I'm up, a, there's a great place. It is. It's a great venue. And uh, the, the show is Saturday night, and it's you with the Flesh Tones and then the Split Squad, which is... Yes, just, that's Clem Burke. Yeah, I believe Keith Strang. I'm not sure who the other guys are. I, I'm not sure. Somebody told me, and I've slipped my mind again. Mm-hmm. That's still... You know? I mean, just having... Keith and Clem. <laughs> yeah, right? It's going to be a good start anyway. Right, right, exactly, yeah. So, yeah, and that's uh, two good people, and I assume the band's going to be great. Mm-hmm. I'll hear one song by him. I liked it. Awesome. Awesome. So um, I have a question from a listener also. Do you have a hand in the Rocket from the Tombs record that's being recorded currently? Uh, not that I know of. I mean, I, you know, I've been told you know, I was going to, but I haven't been contacted, so we'll see. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, I was always ready to contribute, you know, some, uh, some music and all that. I'm not a touring member of the band, you know? Right. So, you know, we'll see what happens. And I didn't, they, I didn't even know they were recording an album. That's how much I'm in. <laughs> and I do have to be honest, that was a listener question, so I'm not positive, you know, I don't. Okay, it's, yeah, uh, I don't know. I'd see that, you know. It could yeah. be bad journalism yeah. on my part, but I never think of myself as a journalist. I just want to talk to people, you know, about, yeah, you about, about their music and stuff. Yeah. So um, the, um, the, 
the newer bands on Plowboy, right? Ghost yeah. Wolves and Blackfoot Gypsies. Do they yeah. did they come to Plowboy or did you choose them? Like what was the process well, in getting them on the label? Uh, I had seen the Blackfoot Gypsies with uh when they warmed up for Alejandro here in Nashville one time. Oh right. Alejandro Escobedo, because mm-hmm. anybody doesn't know. Mm-hmm. There's only one Alejandro really. Yes. <laughs> and um well, because they, so, I mean, I saw them, and then uh, we were at the South by Southwest, and Alejandro throws his yearly party, you know, the last one was actually this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, the Ghost played that, and Shannon saw them, we were both kind of like, you know, they're, they're, I like these guys. You know, we were like, we, we like these guys, so we checked into them, and um, they had, you know, stuff recorded and ready to go, and we were like, let's do it, you know? Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, and then uh, Blackfoot Gypsy was kind of uh, another one that fell, fell into our last because they were um, coincidentally warming up for the ghost wolves in the basement um, when we saw them. I think we saw them at Soundcheck, and we were like, oh, these guys are going to look into them. And um, they ended up coming to us. And their record is called Handle It, and it's... Handle It. Just... It's great. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a good record, man. It's my favorite right now. It's, you know? Awesome. Awesome. Very cool. And uh, when you went to South by Southwest, was that primarily for Plowboy, or did you play? I saw that there was a Big Cat Stomp. Oh, yeah. No, the Big Cat Stomp is like, well, that's going to hopefully become a tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as it might be a yearly thing there, South by. Um, so this year was pretty good. It was pretty successful. So um, I think it probably will catch on. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that'll be, that'll be happening. And then the rest of the time... Um, you know, I did a few other performances. I did like three or other performances besides the Plowboy Showcase. Mm-hmm. And I kept it light this year because it was, uh, you know, last year I did like 10 shows in four days. And, you know, it <laughs> scarred me. <laughs> I was going to say, how was recovering from that? Yeah, it was, uh, it was weird, man, because I, I was on it for, you know, five, six days. I came back feeling like I've been gone a month, mm. you know. So it takes it out of you all that. Oh yeah, for sure. And who um who's going to be in your band? Who's playing in your band uh, when you're going to be in New York? Okay, it's going to be uh, Pete Bennett. Um, and I've got Pete Marshall. I'm going to talk about Pete Marshall. Okay. Um, he's played the you know, and um, then uh, Craig Ferrer, Guns N' Roses, we on drums, and Keith. Um, Keith, you know, this, this guy, I can't remember, damn, I can't remember his last name. Nice. John, John Blank. You know him, Keith, bass player. Frank, Frank Stein 3000. Um, I don't yeah, know. I know this guy's last name. I was just drawing a blank here. He's probably <laughs> listening right now going, yeah, you know. Well, sorry for asking well, you questions yeah. that you're not expecting, <laughs> but. It's okay, I just haven't had to know, I haven't had to know his last name in a couple, couple of weeks, so. But yeah, he's um he's he's a good guy. I've I've played with him at the Frankenstein three thousand a couple of times down at a Brighton Bar. Uh huh. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. So these are guys from from this area. From then. the area, yeah. D- and yeah. do you have a band in Nashville? Oh, I got a band in Nashville that is um all you know like Shannon, my my partner here at the label. He plays drums. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got Greg Walker, who's an old buddy going back years. He played on the uh, Live in Detroit album actually. Oh, wow. He played on all. He played on uh, 
like three or four songs on solo too. Anything from the Genya sessions he played on. Mm. Um, you know, we got uh, Chuck Tate, who's an old buddy of ours from down here. He had a you know band called Who Hit John back in the nineties, and you know played various outfits since. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a very good, very soulful guitarist, and you know we complement each other pretty good. <laughs> But that band only plays, well, pretty much only plays in Nashville. Uh-huh. Do you have bands, like, all them. over the country? Do you have, like, an Austin band? Yeah, I've got an Austin band. I think well, most of it in there is mine, because I, I wasn't drinking. Okay, I made a mistake. Okay, anyway, <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, in LA, I use the Streetwalking Cheetahs. Oh, okay. Um, usually, that's uh, fun. I go to New York. You know, there's times I've used the Black Hearts, and but I've been doing. I've been working with Pete Marshall most of the times from up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and that's good. That's worked well. Pete's a really solid guy. He's a good guitar player, and you know, makes a good right hand man. <laughs> awesome. Have you ever toured by just like you driving or going solo, and then just playing with your New York band and with your LA band, like just doing their cities, kind of like a almost like a pickup tour? Oh yeah, yeah, we do that. that that's what I do. Oh, I mean, it is okay. Um, I never yeah, really I, realized I, that. Yeah, I go, you know, I go down do four or five gigs in Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, I do four or five gigs in California. Come up there, you know, New York is pretty much on its own. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and um, so you know, getting up to Boston and New Haven and all that just kind of, you know, they do you know, those weird places, weird crowds, weird clubs. I love it up there, but they make it hard to tour. Mm. In what <laughs> way? What do you mean? Yeah, I just, you know, you just, you know, the clubs don't really want to pay, you know, and it's like you get up there and it's expensive up there, you know? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you. You know, has some guarantees and all that. It's just, you know, <laughs> I would think that you're at the point where you can pretty much write your own ticket in terms of where you'd like to go and, yeah. you know, make it enjoyable for yourself, you you know. Well, that's what, you know, that's what I try to do because, I mean, it's, at this point, you know, in my life, you know, I don't want to, you know, just jumping in the van and going isn't going to happen. Right. You know I mean? um, once in a while, maybe like I did with a driving crime back in you know, September, you know, it's, they wanted to do four gigs and jump in, you know, went up there with them. It was fun, you know? Mm. But, uh, you know, for the most part, I do, you know, treat myself good while I'm traveling if I can. Right, right. Are you um, are you writing right now, personally? Writing, writing yeah, songs? Yeah, I've got a couple of things going. Um, I need to sit down and write three or four songs in a row. I haven't had a chance, but I think maybe this summer I'm going to do that. Um I haven't, I haven't sat down and actually tried to write. You know, I'm just I'm talking about stuff that kind of just comes to me. You know, I'll be playing guitar while I'm watching TV or something and get a riff in my head, you know? Mm-hmm. And get started that way and take it out to take it to rehearsal to flesh it out. Right, because um, Solo, and now that's been out for about a year and a half, right? Yeah. Um, that's that's sort of a uh, a rescued collection of sorts, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it sure is. That was a... Uh, you know, the Hilly Tapes came from uh, 1996. Wow. Uh, where I came up with my, it was my first move to Nashville, and uh, I had picked up a band down here. It's funny because they were a five-piece. They had a singer and a guitarist that both left, leaving a bass player, a guitarist, and a drummer. And I said, oh, well, you know, this works out well. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, 
So they ended up playing with me for a few years. And that's the band that did live in Detroit and did the recordings in Woodstock. Um, those those tapes got put on hold just because, um, you know, Hilly wanted to put it on, on CBGB's records. And at the time, there was no CBGB's records. I mean, it was, you know, an idea. <laughs> and oh. I was hoping, you know, I was hoping to maybe shop in somebody that was actually, you know, going to promote it and all. Mm. And, um... So, you know, we had a little tip over that, and, you know, the, the records got kind of stuck on a shelf, and, you know, we just we just never talked about it after that. You know, me and Hilly stayed good friends right up until he died, you know, and I love, I love the guy. He's like a dad to me, you know? Mm. And um, so we didn't let that come between us. But then when he, after he passed on, they, uh, his daughter called me and said she had comedies at his house. Oh. And, and, and did I want them? And I was like, well, yeah, I'd love to have them. And um, so we got him sent up here. Um, Frank from Frank Marcelli from Smogville, you know, he, he got him and sent him up here, and we started to work on those. And then Smogville decided to go on hiatus. Mm. And when the um, when the Plowboy gig came up, I was like, oh, well, I got this stuff, this old stuff I've been working on. And we listened, to, <laughs> listened to it, and finished it up, did a few um, a few overdubs, and that's where <laughs> that's how it turned out. Perfect. There's about six or seven other songs from the same session, but. Um, my my ideas and the way I would do them has changed so much since uh, since they were recorded that I just have to go ahead and re-record them. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, you know, speed things and you know, stuff that can't be fixed in a mix. Mm. Got it. And then, um, oh, this weekend is uh, the Chiller Theater Convention in Jersey, and uh, oh, is it? Yeah, oh, and cool. and yeah. Uh, well, and and uh, Sil Sylvain is going to be there. Oh, cool. Yeah. Do, are, do you have any plans to make another chiller appearance? I want to. I mean, I haven't done it for, I need to call Kevin, I guess, because he's, I haven't done one in two years, I guess, or one year. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah, it's been, a, it's been a little yeah, while. Yeah, last year I couldn't do it. We had the Americana Festival. Mm-hmm. And uh, we threw a big party for that down here at uh, a place called Soul Shot Pizza. It's a really nice little venue, outdoor kind of stage thing. Oh, nice. And, uh, But yeah, I would, I would love to do that again. It's fun. Oh yeah, it's a lot of fun. The last time I saw uh, Sylvain was at your Batusi show at South by Southwest a handful of years ago. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, that before. Do you have any um, plans to do anything with the Batusis? Uh, I'm not sure. You know, Sylvain moved here to Nashville, and it's, we, we just have any. We got trouble hooking up. Either I'm gone or he's gone. Oh really? Yeah. So I mean, we're like in the same city. And I haven't seen I haven't seen since he moved here. <laughs> we talked on the phone a couple of times, but we haven't had a chance to get together. Oh, how funny! Well, you guys and can so you can carpool do it as soon as I can. <laughs> so, Vane, if you're listening, call me. <laughs> I'll tell him I'll see him this weekend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because he's probably playing the party, which is Saturday night, and you're playing Saturday night in New York. You're yeah. Practically a stone's throw away from each other. Yeah, I'll tell. I'll tell him. Well, maybe you guys can like carpool coming up to Chiller. Yeah, maybe I can. Maybe I can get him to sneak down and play a song. Who knows? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Awesome. Um, and uh, let's see. There's probably so. Oh, how is the um? How how is the solo record done? I mean, you know, I guess amount. I, I think it's done pretty well. I mean, it's been um, getting you know good. Good college airplay. 
Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, you know, I've, I've seen it reflected, you know, at the gigs. I mean, there's a lot more young people at the gigs. I mean, the gigs, are, I'm, you know, a lot of people are coming to them, so it's good. Uh-huh. Do you see I mean, the element of people, like, bringing their kids or a couple of generations at gigs to see you? Um, I think there's some of that. I think mostly it's just, you know, kids that are, you know, kids are curious about music. And the, with the CBGB's movie and the... Um, you know, so and all this kind of research is in the, you know, bands like Blondie and Exit tour together and all that. There's a lot of interest in the old punk scene. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, you know, just people checking it out. And you know, there, there's not that many of us left, so it's kind of uh, the closest they're going to get. Right. <laughs> like the Dead Boys or something, you know? Right, 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 right. And, I mean, as a, you know, being part of a label now, is it numbers, sales numbers, airplay, what's the thing that you guys really focus on? Because I know the record industry is just so warped. Well, good music. Oh, good. I mean, we're not, we haven't been driven by sales or anything so far. I mean, it's, um, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it would be nice if we do want to sell some records to extend business, but, um, you know, that's, that has been the focal point. It's been just getting good music out there and, um, you know, making money make back for good. And, Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we're still, you know, things started to pick up. I mean, the Ghost Wolves have done extremely well for us. Uh huh. Um, and I mean, they're a hardworking band. They're not. There's no kidding around with those. Guys. I mean, they 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 grassroots all the way. And it's, it's excellent. There's a way to do it. I love seeing them play like that. And are they? Let me just take a look here. I'm looking at the Ghost Wolves website. Are they on tour? They're always on tour. Oh, they're always on tour. Well, good. I mean, they're um, pretty much, they've got, you know, the big band. And um, they, one of those big ones, you know, kind of the, what do you call it, splitter bands, you know? Yes, yes. Yeah, they own one of those, and they, you know, they get on the road, and they live in that, and they take their wolves with them, their little big white dogs with them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they camp out, and it's, it's amazing. But they're on the road all the time. Yeah, they're playing in uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire tonight at the press yeah. room and then at Kung Fu Necktie on Saturday in, in uh, direct competition with you. In, right, New York. in Philadelphia, right? Yeah, in Philadelphia, yeah. So. Yeah, a, you know, I don't think anybody's driving up to see me in Philly. <laughs> you never know. Like you said, you know, there's, yeah. there's very few of, of your ilk left. Which is a horrible thing to say, but, you know, in terms of, like, you know, check out the original punk rockers. Are you ever treated in, like, as, like, a, not rock star so much, but more like a, oh, look, he's this, like, like, observing you more than interacting with you? Like, people don't know what to say, kind of, and just, like, he's the cheetah chrome from the Oh, yeah. Yeah, you get that. What do you do with people like that when they, like, kind of freeze or get weird around you? Yeah, you know, talk to the guy behind them. (laughs) 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 I I guess you just, you got to just make sure you're having a good time. Yeah. That's That's awesome. And then have you ever done anything with Clem Burke? Um, Not in, like, an advanced sort of situation. I'm jammed with Blondie, you know. um, It was a lot of fun. They came down... Um, when they did the tour with X, mm-hmm. um, they played Nashville at the Ryman Auditorium. And um, I came out and did um, Hollywood Babylon, the Mr. Song, the way it was called. Yes. Yeah, and um, 
Oh, it was great. You know, that was that was the first time me and Clum had played together. But um, you know, Clum's always he's just so busy. He's such a good drummer. He is. Yes, he is. You I've know? been trying to and get him always, on this. We almost had him for bass too, but then um, well, Les, you know, he couldn't do it, and Les was right there, and we loved Les. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was that was great. We had one of the last of the powerhouse English drummers. <laughs> nice. You yeah, know, he is. <laughs> Oh, hey, you know what? Tell Clem that I want to get him on the show because I've been trying to get him on the show. I actually ran into him at the Newark airport the weekend of the Super Bowl. Oh. And I, and I, and I, and I had asked him before to be on the show when he was up here at FMU, um, yeah. you know, to, to do that. So I'll, t- I'll give Sylvain a message for you, yeah, and you have I'll to give Clem a message for me. This is how things get done in the music business, see? Exactly. Exactly. Right on the air, live. This is how it happens. This is how your. This is why your job as an A and R guy is so easy. Yeah. And uh, so, um, what else is on the the horizon for you? Um. Right now, I, I haven't. We're kind of doing a regrouping thing here at the, at the label. It's kind of um. You know, take a stock and uh, get ready to move ahead. You know, get busy next year. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, as far as you know, me doing gigs and all, I'm starting to I'm working with a new, um, a new co-manager kind of, and uh, we're, getting, we're getting a booking agent. How many people going out and playing a lot this year? Good. You know, so I'm gonna be a weekend warrior as much as possible, just because you know, what I do, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what people want to want to see you do. That's what the. the <laughs> but you know, it's fun. Like I do, like you know, weekends. I'm. If I'm ready to go home by Monday, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the right to hand. Uh, I hate playing Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, so it's up <laughs> Well, thank you for making time for us on Thursday. Uh, oh, yeah, it's my pleasure. Is your, um, you. is, your, um, is your son playing guitar? Not yet. What did you say? I will. Oh, he said he will. Good, good. And uh, that... He hasn't drawn into it yet, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not pressuring him. I like drumming. Oh, good. Well, there's a like a homemade family band right there, then. Oh yeah, we we jam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do. You know, we've gotten there and get downstairs and jam sometimes. It's fun. Awesome. That's super. That's so wonderful. Well, so um, the Bowery Electric show is on Saturday, and that's with yeah. the Flesh Tones and the Split Squad, which is uh, Clem and Keith and Mike Giblin. On okay. bass, and uh, we still don't know who your bass player is, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Keith from Frankenstein 3000. <laughs> Damn, I can't have to give his name. I should probably be able to find that. Wait, let me. Let he, me he's got the radio show, y'all. The, the Electric Ballroom. Maybe Chrissy. Let's you know see. that one? No. Let's see. Keith. Here we go. Yep, it says Keith. Let's see. Images for Keith. Keith from Frankenstein to be so Keith Roth. Oh, Keith Roth. Keith Roth. Oh, yeah, okay. I thought, you knew that. I thought you knew that. I I should know that. Of course. You guys are like neighbors. Like I you know. know. Yeah, practically. Yeah. All right, that's my bad. That's my yeah, bad. We we filled in the all the gaps. <laughs> we filled in all the gaps now. Due to my the holes in my brain. <laughs> right. Well, you know, we're all allowed those. I mean, you know, yeah. if I didn't have notes, I'd be going, who are you? Like every five yeah, I minutes. Count, I count on it. <laughs> uh-huh. Right, exactly. You have to, you got to find tools. Go ahead and plan for it. 
Right. You got to make things work for you. So, um, well, good. We'll see you on Saturday night. I actually am not going to be at that show because I'll be at that that joining Persephone, probably watching Sylvain. But, oh yeah, well, it's, you know, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. You like Sylvain better than me? That's okay. No. Okay. No, okay. never, <laughs> never. I'm going to go see him to give him a message from you. <clears throat> oh. Yes, don't don't kill the messenger. But uh, anyway, it's always it's always good to check in with you. Hey, any um, uh, I know that you're a huge uh, comedy guy. Any any good movies or anything funny lately that you've discovered that you just think is really great that you want to? Oh, what? Oh yeah, um, Morgan's YouTube channel. Who's? Uh, he's got a great. Uh, Little YouTube channel. So it was an awesome guy. Wait, who? Uh, awesome, oh. awesome guy uh. on YouTube, and he makes his own little videos and puts them up there. And that's what I've discovered lately. Really? Yeah, and I've been a Family Guy binge too. That's the awesome guy. You know, nice. uh, Oh, good. A <laughs> yeah. kid freaks out and breaks TV. Awesome. <laughs> Nice, nice, very good. Well, yeah, because you're always you're you're always around with a laugh and a guitar. That's that's what I know. Oh wow, you, you pretty much. That's what I think of when I think of Cheetah Chrome. Like he's got a guitar and he's got that. I just hear the the intro to Sonic Reducer, and I see you laughing. Like, oh, okay. That's yeah. that's that's my you know like if you describe somebody well, quickly. Downright scary image right there. Oh, I don't <laughs> think so. I mean, it, you know, I mean, good lord, it could. So be I feel like you know, like ha ha ha. I would say probably a less ha ha ha, more of a funny, <laughs> uh, more of a sinister, <laughs> sinister smile laugh. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Almost yeah, like yeah, like. Good? Like Muttley, like dastardly and Muttley sort of. Yeah, okay. Maybe it's easy to have. That'd be good. You could do that. You do like a recording of of just all laughs and get some uh, something really thrilling. We'll do a station ID for you. Just all different laughs. Yes, <laughs> that would be perfect. That would be fine. I'm playing at the. Uh, I'm playing Sharky behind us. Oh, okay. Yeah, got your perfect little uh, little. Uh, instrumental there my surf ditty yes yes yeah. indeed so i'm going to play a couple of things off of off of that record and uh you know spread the word get people to go out to that show for you to uh okay. say hello and uh high five cheetah chrome at the bowery electric on uh saturday night with the flesh tones and the split squad so that's a real ringer of a bill which yeah, yeah that's is, gonna be good i mean yeah. it's, uh, i'm gonna enjoy that show <laughs> Good. And then the next time you you want to do radio, the next time you, the next time you want to play live, you yeah. talk to me, Mr. Chrome. Okay, I will. All I, right, I, so I want to do that again. Yes, we all want you to do that again. That was a lot of fun. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time. Thank you for calling My in pleasure. promptly at one o'clock. That was perfect. I don't, I don't, I don't usually allow people to do that because I don't feel like I can trust them. I'm always yeah. like, I'll call you, and then I see him like, oh, the light, it's it's blinking at one o'clock. So thank oh, you I for did. being precise. Well, and you know, uh, I got, got two publicity people, <laughs> people making sure I'm on time. That's so. right. You got people around you. You're gonna get it done. That's it. You know, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, more reminders means means everything. <laughs> it's true. It is true. 
All right, sir. Well, thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for being a friend of WFMU and uh, kick some butt in New York on Saturday. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. And like I said, you guys are family. Anytime. Awesome. All right. We'll talk to you soon, man. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. All righty. That little bit of music there is, uh, was called Sharky off of Cheetah's solo record called Solo on the Plowboy Records label. Thanks for tuning in. And that concludes another podcast episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. More on the way. Check my Twitter and my Instagram Handle is one word, Diane Kamikaze. Kamikaze ends with an E. On Facebook, you can find me as Diane Kamikaze Farris, rocker for life and making a difference. The full link to my uh, index of shows and podcasts is can be found on wfmu.org slash playlists slash DK. Those are, that's a capital D and a capital K for an expanded version with lots and lots of music wisecracks and fun stuff. I'm going to be working on encore presentations and I've got years of old interviews and podcasts. So if there's something that you'd like to see reposted that you missed, please get in touch. Send me email, diane at wfmu.org and be sure to subscribe to the show. And if you like it, please rate it and review it. Wow. WFMU. Peer pressure. Thank you. See you next time.